Hi, it's Melissa Moore, and welcome to Mile High Magazine on this Sunday morning. Happy to have you here with us. Well, one of my favorite organizations, I got to work with them when I was with KYGO, was the Christmas Crusade for Children, and Paul Scadam is here this morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Well, this has always been one of my favorite things every year, and I love supporting it. But for folks who are not familiar with the Christmas Crusade for Children, explain what it is. So Christmas Crusade is a metro-wide organization that works with agencies from North Glen down to Lone Tree and from Aurora all the way up to Cripple Creek. And what we do is we're first responders who deal with children on a firsthand basis and see children in need, especially during the holiday time. So as an organization, we work with sponsors, which are a lot of your listeners. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and work with them to get the children gifts and really fill a lot of their needs that they that we see throughout the year. Winter coats, boots, gloves, hats, um, other essential items, and then also provide them gifts, toys, so that they have something to open on Christmas morning. And how long has the Christmas Crusade for Children been going on? Uh, we are going into our 34th year this year. That is incredible. And tell the story about how it started. So Christmas Crusade started as Santa Cops with a few officers from Denver Police Department. Um, They saw a need with a lot of the children in in their community and decided that the holidays were the perfect time to get involved with those kids and show kids a positive light of police work and how we can get back to our communities. So they decided to start presenting these children with toys during the Christmas season And it kind of sparked from there and developed into the program it is today. And explain how that program does work today, how first responders, like you said, are out there. They're on the front lines. You all are the ones that are coming into contact every day with families, with children in need. So you see a child who you can tell has has some needs. Maybe it is coats and shoes and presents and all of that. Then what happens? So once an officer has found a family that they want to sponsor or nominate for the program, they get in touch with um, the crusade and they nominate the family through a form. Um, And then we take that information and we actually work with KYGO and, um, and have the name of that kid read and kind of talk a little bit about their story. Just so, especially so the the, um, listeners can hear, how much interaction these officers actually have with these families. Mm -hmm. So we give them a little background story on the child. um, And then from there, the child is open to be sponsored by any person, corporation, citizen who wants to sponsor that family or that particular child. And we give them a list of ideas or items the child needs, some items the child wants, and then they would take those items to the double tree. Um, this year is going to be a little bit different because of the COVID-19 outbreak. Um, we are really pushing for gift cards for the family is have the officers um, at the uh, we will do a shopping day, which we do every year with all of our agencies. And we will actually take the gift card on that shopping day and buy the presents for the kids so that we can present the kids the, the presents still minimizing any kind of uh, exposures. I was wondering how it was going to be different this year. It it does sound very different, but yet at the same time, it's once again making sure that the needs of the kids are met. 
absolutely. We just have to get a little more creative this year, but we still want to um, get involved. I think this year there's probably a higher need than there ever has been. And so we definitely want to make sure that we can fill those needs with all the resources we could possibly pull. Well, that was going to be my next question for you is what kind of change have you seen as far as the needs go this year because of COVID-19 and so many families being impacted by it financially? Yeah, what we're seeing, especially as first-line first responders, is um, a lot of the communities have been impacted and a lot of the families have been impacted, whether um, parents laid off from work or have lost the job completely. All of that has had impact on kids. And then the trauma of going through all of this is children uh, trying to negotiate whether you're going to school or not going to school when you're not at school, what does that look like at home? We're seeing a lot of um, emotional trauma that is being done through all of this process. So I definitely see this year being a big need um, for a lot of support and just some uh, an opportunity for them to get some hope just by opening a gift, just by being able to be presented with something positive and a year filled with so much negativity. It really has been. And I think it's important, too, when you think about, like you were talking about, first-line responders and being able to show, you know, a different side of the police officers to these kids than maybe what they thought they knew. Yes. Um, I know, I mean, this year has been hard for everyone. It's been especially hard for police officers to to, um, get in touch with their communities and really show that community front that we uh, really are about and have kind of transformed policing in the last 20 years towards that. And this is a great way for us to be able to go into a home in a positive light and give a kid a gift who wasn't going to get something this Christmas. And then more than that, we actually see that come back around. I've been with the program for almost 14 years now, and I now have seen kids that we helped 14 years ago who volunteer to help back with this program. So it means a lot, and it comes full circle. It's just a great way for officers to give back to the communities they love and work so hard for. That is such an important point to make, is how involved you as police officers are in the community, in the families, and knowing the people that you're serving there. Yes, very much so. It gives us, I mean, we get a completely different outlook. I think people sometimes think that we come to work and, put on our pants and go to our job and then leave and never think about our community. But a lot of us live, work, shop, eat in those communities. We, we become part of that, that um, community and want to see everybody succeed. And so it gives us a chance to really build those connections. Yeah, and I know this year has been a difficult year for you all. Uh, what kind of feedback do you get from the community during the Christmas Crusade for Children time? Um, we get a lot of really positive feedback, and it, what we see more than anything is the support for law enforcement and the camaraderie that citizens have towards each other. People who can fill a need will get involved because they find ways that they can help in that situation. So what we see is um, the community partnerships really grow during this time of year especially with us in law enforcement. Right. And hopefully you guys get to feel the love coming back to you during this time of year as well. 
Oh, very much so. It is amazing this time of year. And you were telling that story about, you know, things coming full circle. What does that feel like for you when you see kids that you used to help now volunteering? Oh, it's it's completely inspiring. It, it gives you kind of renewed, um, renewed expectations and renewed vigor to continue to push through some of the challenges, especially in a year like this, to understand that this these come in waves, these come in odd situations, but you you don't necessarily know how much you'll help somebody. And you may never know, but sometimes when you do find out, it can completely change your attitude and your perspective. I bet so. Share with us one or two of the stories, the past that you have seen, the stories and maybe what the kids were going through and how you were able to make a difference. Well, I've got a couple right off the top of my head. One in particular um, it was a domestic violence situation in the home um, in another agency, and uh, the father ended up getting taken out of the house, um, and it was a very abusive situation towards the kids. The kids had suffered a lot of trauma, and the mom was struggling to make ends meet. She was struggling to keep a job due to the fact she had two kids at home, and Through Christmas Crusade, we were able to not only give the kids presents, but we were able to help mom um, with connections and be able to kind of land a job and with resources through some of the schools, which a lot of our participants in Christmas Crusade are school resource officers. So they have those connections in the school to give mom some support with her kids. And we're able to really help the family out in this holiday time So when it came time for the kids to go back to school in January, they had new clothes, they had new school supplies, and they were set up with some counseling. And as a whole, as a family, we're set up with some new hope for the year. You changed their lives. Uh, Well, we just do what we can with the connections we have. And that's the beauty of our job is we, we establish relationships that most people don't understand or don't know that we have in Mm-hmm. When we can get involved, we can really open up our Rolodex to throw back a few years and bring a lot of resources to a table to really help families involved. That's what I was saying. I mean, you really, I, you know, you really, we talk about you all being the heroes because you really are. And, but you really are changing lives at the same time. And that's, that is an incredible gift for a family. It is. It's amazing. And it's amazing to be involved in that that situation. I bet it is. What's the, What was the other story you said? A couple came to your mind. Yeah, there was a house fire, um, and the family lost everything. The dad had just uh, recently lost their job. Um, it was a terrible situation. Fire was involved. Uh, obviously, law enforcement was involved, and we were able to work with a couple different organizations and get the family furniture, um, help out, get the kids new school supplies, clothing, um, everything that we that somebody might need following a horrific event like a fire in their house. Mm-hmm. Um, the community, through their story, really came forward and got this family back on their feet and gave them, again, some hope moving into that January season. Yeah, and that seems to be a big word with Christmas Crusade for children, giving hope. When children and families are going through a lot of these situations it's like everybody in 2020 this year mm-hmm. it feels hopeless it doesn't feel like there's there's any end to it there's no light at the end of the tunnel 
And that's all we're trying to do is just give a little bit of hope, just give a little bit of that light showing there is something better on the other side. We can't solve it. We can't fix it all for you. But what we can and give you some time of enjoyment and hopefully a, a situation that will start getting better. Well, Paul, I love the work that you've been doing with Christmas Crusade for Children. Somebody's listening right now, and they're inspired. They're like, you know what? I want to give back. I want to buy some gift cards and sponsor some kids. How do they go about doing that and finding out these stories? Um, Well, actually, it's very easy. You can just go to KYGO um, webpage, and we're right there on the made webpage for Christmas Crusade. If you click that link, it'll actually bring you up to our page. It'll talk about who we are what we do, how long we've been around, and it'll actually give you an option to donate right there on the page. And once again, you know, in years past, it has been, hey, Bobby needs code and this and that. And this year, the needs are the same, if not more, but you're asking for folks to give you gift cards, and then the police officers will go shopping with those. That's correct. So they can donate through the Donate app, which will take them to our PayPal link. You can also uh, feel free to drop off gift cards for the Christmas Crusade. Um, those can be dropped off at the Double Tree starting on November 16th. And that is and the Double Tree off of Bellevue and the DTC, correct? That is correct. Okay, just making sure we get folks to the right spot. Yes. Yes, yes. It is the Double Tree. Um, the address is actually on our webpage for Christmas Crusade um, on the KYGO uh, webpage. And then the other way to get involved is we will start actually telling those stories again at the end of November. So please listen in to KYGO. And if you hear a story that just touches your heart, please feel free to give us a call. And we would love to get you set up to be able to help that specific person. Well, Paul Scadam with the Christmas Crusade for Children, thank you so much for all that you're doing. Thank all the officers and the first-line responders that you come in contact to as well, because we know that you're doing a lot of great work out there and giving back in your communities. Well, thank you very much for your time today. And everybody, have a very Merry Christmas this year. All right, Paul, thank you so much. You take care and best of luck this year. Thank you very much. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. And for more information, just go to the KYGO.com website. You can also go to your station's website to listen to this again. You can always share it on your social media platform. It is Christmas Crusade for Children, something really cool that we do right here in our state, giving back locally. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. Go out, have a blessed day, and be kind.